Hey y'all, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and today I am with Wells and Dalton. How are you guys doing today? Hey, man, great. Doing fantastic. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, glad uh, to be these, here. These are the co-authors for Mechaton. Uh, boy, it is such an awesome comic book. I mean, it's straight up like what you'd want out of a movie. It's got my 80s kid <laughs> vibe. Uh, pretty happy mm-hmm. here. Uh, can one of you guys explain what is Mechaton? Mechaton is a rule of cool sci-fi comedy action adjectives uh, comic about a uh, glove that crash lands on Earth. The brother and sister that find it uh, and discover that anything they punch while wearing it turns into a battle mech. I like how it's not the weapon that dropped. Like it's not like a mech, like mm-hmm. a mech that they're going to yeah. use. No, it's just they're going to be punching like a stack of pizzas, and all of a sudden they got a pizza mech. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, we wanted that that ability to create and and give them some agency in what they're making. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I like one of the lines you guys put into the description here is uh, Scott Pilgrim meets Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. I mean, two fandoms I'm a part of, so <laughs> I'm Absolutely. all for that. Uh, going over the look of the comics and how it reads and stuff like that, it does very much have like that Voltron or just like real quick 80s action. Even just getting a phone call seems amazing for some reason in this world. <laughs> uh what was your inspiration? What did you guys get some of these colors or some of these ideas? Well, I will say a lot of that energy uh, is 100% Fernando making those those phone calls feel so uh, lively. Uh, this this book would not exist without Fernando's talent, uh, designing the mechs, uh, laying out the action, keeping the momentum going. Uh, we only do so much as writers, so Fernando yeah. is phenomenal. Um, but uh, in terms of like the the core ideas come from a lot of like anime tokusatsu uh tsunami like it's it, it's a lot of uh a lot of dumb genre fiction that <laughs> we just kind of throw at the wall and and combine into our own uh weird mech that yeah. uh, that is mechazon it's very Gurren Logon, it's very mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z uh mm-hmm. a lot of Scott Pilgrim a lot of you know uh a lot of those Cartoon Network cartoons. Um, yeah. You know, there's a little Dexter's Lab in there. There's a little <laughs> Mega Sex LR. Um, there's, there's definitely a Bin 10. Like, that, that's all kind of sprinkled in. Uh, and very intentionally, it's sort of an amalgamation of all the things that we love, uh, from video games to, to old cartoons to newer cartoons to uh, just the dumb stuff that makes us smile. Big robots punching big bugs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's that's perfect. I didn't even think about the Ben Ten, but that totally makes sense after after mm. saying that. Um, where do you guys want to go with this comic book? Because you've got you got your first five issues that we're that we're throwing out now. Do you guys plan mm-hmm. on doing a forever run, or you got like a set number here? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely a version of Mechaton that could be a forever run. It's a Saturday morning cartoon. It's yeah, Monster of the Week, Mech of the Week, like that could exist and that'd be a lot of fun to do but we have a very specific kind of uh direction we're going with it uh, we've sure. got about 15 issues planned out right now uh of uh, three distinct arcs beginning middle end uh if if we go further from there we'll go further from there but uh, as of right mm-hmm. now we have a very specific direction we're headed yeah it has a very much like at the end of an issue like meanwhile and you see like ants eating some radioactive soda (laughs) next time super ants cool yeah (laughs) Um, cliffhangers are important in monthly comics guys yeah just like they were in those old saturday morning cartoons that's why it's it's Mm -hmm. so perfect here Mm -hmm. Uh, the siblings derek and and leah or leah is it leah Leah? yeah uh is are they analogs for anybody is there anybody like oh i'm a little bit more derek (laughs) (laughs) i mean i think 
Dalton and I are are collectively Derek. Absolutely, mm-hmm. um, just that that himbo energy uh, radiates when we whenever we get in the room. But no, it's like we knew we knew who Derek was because Derek is us, and we wanted to create a strong like brother sister relationship or sibling relationship between him and and whoever the second person was going to be. And so we kind of built who the natural outgrowth of that would be with with Leah. Uh there aren't anyone specific now. Um at least not to me. Like I don't have anyone in my life. I will say that Leah and Leah's partner Hex do mm-hmm. closely resemble a couple of friends of mine. Uh and sort of by accident. Um and they they love it. <laughs> yeah. That they get to see themselves in a comic book, but but I did not analog it that at it after to them specifically. There are, there are many points in the book that Derek and Leah's relationship feels a lot like uh, mine and Wells's relationship uh, professionally, where I just want to, I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm big and dumb and I want the robots punching and Wells is like, no, no, you got to think this. What are you talking about, more. idiot? <laughs> yeah. One's always pushing forward. The other's always trying to pull back a little bit. And, and There's got to be a reason you, for the robot to punch. <laughs> yeah. I think how do you even feed yourself is a direct, is something I've told Dalton, like word for word, before. <laughs> uh, this is this is again a very fast paced and uh, energetic mm-hmm. comic book. Uh, why comic books? Did you guys read comic books as a, as a kid? And was there a particular comic book that, like, oh, I was a big Thor fan or something like that? Yeah, it's always been comics. Uh, I, I don't I don't make anything that's not comics. I've, I've wanted to do comics since I was eight. Uh, mm-hmm. So I. I Wells has a much more rich and fulfilling background <laughs> and, and much more literary where he he's done novels and short stories and, and film. And I've done a few of those too, but man, there's something about comics that just, mm-hmm. it just captures the imagination and I, I never want to do anything else. Yeah. Yeah. The comics are great. I, I like comics because they're, I mean, first of all, extremely like fun to read uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and quick and fulfilling in a lot of ways. Um, but I also I love the collaboration. I love getting to work with with artists and colorists and letters and seeing the story evolve just through them putting their hands on it. Um, I I love the scripting process and the fact that I get to tell the story so much faster than I would if I was banging out every single word and stopping to describe what the trees look like and et cetera, et cetera. Like I could just get to the point and and Fernando leave. figure out the trees. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, well, let Nando figure out what, what everything looks like. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just, I, I, I love the feel of it. I love the accessibility of it. You know, even if you can't read along a lot of the times you can figure out what's going on in a comic book just by, just by being there and seeing the energy off the page. If it's doing its job, it almost doesn't even need the dialogue of the words that the art can carry it. So, uh, yeah, Mechaton felt like a comic. That's, that's the only words I have for it. You know, it could it could be a Saturday. I would say it could be a Saturday morning cartoon, but uh, I don't have a way of making that. So <laughs> I, I can make a comic. So potentially I, and, coming yeah. soon, folks. Keep an eye out. You never no know. Fingers crossed. <laughs> hey, we got Cartoon Network still out there. They they survived mm-hmm. the the WB stuff. So Cartoon Network, Netflix. Someone get someone get at us. Amazon's hot right? on the cartoon business right now. There we go. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of of the artwork, we got Fernando. How did you find Fernando? trial and error <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah lots of scrubbing through instagram and twitter and and yeah. trying out artists and and saying you know either 
oh, well, this doesn't work, but thank you for your time and, and mm-hmm. here's some cash or uh, people being like, actually, I, I don't think I can commit to this. Sorry. Uh, you know, we had a couple different artists on board for Mechaton before we landed on Fernando, but Nando was uh, both the one that stuck around and the, and the best one, honestly, the, the one yeah. that I, I wanted the most. So, uh, yeah, we're really lucky we found him. Did you guys start this comic book pandemic, mid pandemic or or prior to that? I mean, Mechaton's been uh, in the works for like 10 years now, but the real, yeah. the real like meat of, of building Mechaton started in the, a little, yeah. in, in the middle of pandemic, like straight really like in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. it was like, uh, I think we started seriously talking about making it into a series like October or November or something like that of 2020. Mm-hmm. So okay. yeah, good ways into, into the pandemic. How has that changed how you guys work together? I know you were saying about 10 years ago, probably just spitting ideas back and forth. Were they meet up and hang out at a restaurant kind of stuff? Have you always been just constantly working on it? I think our first collaboration was literally us going to a bar and just yes. and being like, what do you want to, you know, <laughs> like, you know, how's life going? You know, I have this story idea. Ooh, that sounds cool. You mind if I play with that? Like, yeah, it was, that was pretty much the first time we, we actually uh, uh, worked together. It seriously like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for one thing, yeah, we moved away. Um, we mm-hmm. used to both live in, in Conway, Arkansas. And oh, is that Peter Daisy? That's Daisy. Oh, I love Daisy. <laughs> Daisy Being a so turd. Just small guy, you watch out. <laughs> sorry, Dalton for the for the listeners, Dalton is petting a cat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um no, we um we we used to be able to hang out a lot more frequently, and and uh I've actually just recently to Dalton moved from Arkansas to, uh, to Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, and then I moved to Tennessee and then recently moved to Illinois. And now we're, we're close enough together that we can actually maybe start to hang out again in the near future. Mm-hmm. So hopefully a return to that. But, uh, <laughs> other than that, it's working together has just been us getting better over time. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of phone calls. <laughs> Do you think you've adapted well to this remote friendship or, or, or partnership and, uh, Oh, I know, it's yes. got to be struggles, right? Oh, no, it's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> I know Dalton's like, thank God I don't have to see that guy every day. <laughs> I love Wells to death, but you're so exhausting. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like just like everybody went remote for the pandemic with their friendships and then realized like, I'm not hating this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no, it's always great to. What's that interference? And- Can't talk anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's always great to to get together and uh, like spitball ideas over beers at three in the morning. Uh, but uh, I think like uh, that that's great for like idea generation. Uh, but when we actually yeah, need to get the work done, done uh, the remote has actually we we would never get anything done if we were in a room together all the time. Okay. So it, it's it remote has been very helpful for that. Okay, yeah, yeah. It feels like it kind of missed the days when like Stanley and Jack Kirby would be chain smoking until 3 a.m. in the morning and coming up with Spider-Man or something like that. Yeah, but then Jack went home and made the book. Yeah, that's the Fair. thing is that you have to, at some <laughs> yeah. point you have to to go to the office or the coffee shop or wherever you do your work and actually bang out the script. And I think anyone that's actually, you know, written with a typewriter or with a the computer or whatever will tell you that having another person in the room is just poison. Like mm-hmm. it's so hard to actually yeah. put things on the page when there's someone that you can distract yourself with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we get into more of the book, I want to touch on uh comic book Yeti 
Uh, Wells, you've you've yeah. done some work with them, and specifically, you focus on Kickstarter for them. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you've learned that might help some new Kickstarter folks out there? Oh God, like everything. That's why. I, <laughs> honestly, that's why I started doing that column. Was was there was interest in it, and there was obviously like, hey, we get some good uh, visibility whenever we do Kickstarter. You know uh campaigns and comics maybe we should do like a dedicated column and i was immediately like i'll do that mm-hmm. uh because i at the time i that was right before we we did mechaton and i knew i wanted to start looking at kickstarter seriously um so that gave me the perfect excuse to to look comb through all of these uh these projects and see what was going right and see what they were doing um and yeah i you learn so much by doing that. Uh, honestly, that the the best advice I have, if you're thinking about like starting a Kickstarter comic and and like building a page and doing that, is just steal. Like, <laughs> not the comic. Like, you need to make your own yeah. comic. You need to make your own idea. But go to like the pages that are working. Go to your, you know, Pat Shand has a has a comic that's currently running right now. I'm sure it's already made a billion dollars um he, he, like what he does is so successful look at what he look at how he lay, lays out the page and and how he um how he presents his art and the you know the the size of paragraphs that he uses everything what kind of information he's presenting go to charles stickney and and look mm-hmm. at all the stuff that he's doing go to curtis clo and cat calamia the people who do it right like they're doing it right <laughs> yeah you know uh copy what they're doing uh, i think that's the most valuable advice you can get and then uh, as far as shamelessly yeah as, <laughs> as far as you know starting out and, and and not knowing what to do um and then getting to see just the kind the the wide diversity of comics on kickstarter what gets funded what struggles um has been invaluable absolutely what do you think is the key difference between somebody who struggles with kickstarter and somebody who succeeds um I don't, well, <laughs> it's probably more than just so, one, obviously, but you know, so, so I think something, I think before you get started, you have to seriously ask yourself, what am I bringing to this community? Mm-hmm. You know, what am I bringing to uh, comic readers and comic creators? How do they know me? Uh, and if the answer is they don't, that's going to be a major hurdle. It's not impossible to overcome by any means. Um, but I think having an having some audience or having people who are willing to say, Hey, I know this guy and, or I know this girl or whoever, uh, and their ideas are good and they're, they'll follow up and I trust them is invaluable to have in the space. Uh, you need allies, Mm -hmm. um, more than anything else. You need people who are in your camp. Uh, and so I think the biggest mistake when people go out and try and make a Kickstarter is just going it alone um and and putting it out there and seeing what happens because there are you know hundreds and hundreds of kickstarters of comics like running on kickstarter right now oh yeah and people are not scrolling through the page to get to the bottom to see yours right you know they they might look through the project we love uh if if they're really interested but they're not going to like sit and scroll through all you know three four five hundred however many are running at any given point in time so you need people out there saying hey this is a cool project look at it Mm -hmm. Um, sharing it and you can't do that yourself you just can't you have to you have to make it a community you have to realize like this is this is a much bigger thing than than just me that's amazing kickstarter is so much more complicated 
now mm-hmm. than when I remember first kind of looking into it as somebody who interviews people who do Kickstarter campaigns. And uh, there's a career now in setting up campaigns for people. And I, we just interviewed somebody who does that. And they have, mm-hmm. you know, not to tell tales, but they have campaigns set up for four months in advance already right now mm-hmm. and are constantly working on it because it's so much fine tuning and stuff. Oh, so absolutely. Make sure you guys do your research and then head over to uh, Cover Book Yeti and uh, we'll, we'll point to that. It'll, there'll be uh, links in the description as well for as sure. everything else. Uh, to to follow up on that with Wells. That's pretty amazing. All right, let's return back to Mechaton. We've got mm-hmm. issues four and five that are coming out right now. Uh, Dalton, can you tell us what's new in these two new issues? Without spoiling anything, of course. <laughs> well, uh, as ever in every issue of Mechaton, you're going to get some some new mechs. Those are always fun. Um, but uh, bigger mechs, story, more bigger complicated mechs. mechs. Yes, yeah, the mechs <laughs> get bigger. Uh, and as you can see from the cover of number four, uh, they they get they get wild. Uh, but it's it's not just the mechs that get bigger; it's the the world that starts to get bigger. Uh, Derek and Leah start to realize that they are in way over their heads. Uh, they've just been dealing with like a lot of local problems lately, uh, and stuff starts to really hit the fan. Mm-hmm. And so uh, throughout uh, number four, especially, they start to kind of grapple with a, a new sense of celebrity in a way. And and five is when uh, everything that's been building since number one comes to a head uh, in our like our first act finale, and uh, the doors get blown wide open, and the world becomes so much bigger than uh, we anticipated it, and uh, and then the mechs get even bigger. Yeah. So <laughs> so it, it it's uh, there's a lot going on in these two issues, and uh, if you've been following along from the beginning, or if you've never jumped in before like it's a great time to jump in we got all yeah. the issues available so like you can see it all in one big chunk or, or and pay off uh, a story you've been reading since 2020 yeah absolutely the stakes get raised significantly mm-hmm. we have a uh both very funny and honestly extremely tense conversation with the uh, with Derek and Leah's mother mm-hmm. uh, they have a phone call nothing is scarier than an angry mom on the <laughs> other end of the phone uh there's a really uh, you have, yeah, them kind of pushed out into the public sphere for the first time and them coming to, he- to terms with that. And uh, you have, like I said, serious consequences start to show up. We, we start to see that this isn't a game, that this is, uh, this is going to affect people's lives. Um, yeah, I, I, I really like these, these next two issues. I think that mm-hmm. uh, they really... Um, Mechaton has been fun up until this point. I think this yeah. is where we start to go. Oh, here's what Mechaton is about. I see. With that, are we going to get a show uh, a tonal shift from like kind of a lighthearted humor based thing to like let's get real the the Earth is on the line kind of thing? This is the turning point of that. I think like okay. like it, it it's Mechaton's never going to be like this grim and gritty book about yeah. mechs yeah. and mm-hmm. monsters like uh it's still going to be light it's still going to be energetic uh and it's still going to be fun like that, that that's the most important thing uh but this is that that twist in the story where we realize that things are more serious than uh we were led to believe and sure. uh, specifically like arc two uh you know arc two is everyone always likes to say empire strikes back of, of whatever like <laughs> I'm not, not gonna, gonna lie, it's the first thing I thought too. <laughs> yeah, but like that that middle chapter uh, and arc arc two is where things get uh, yeah, like that's my things favorite start to for sure. Yeah, like like you start to see fractures start to form in the relationships, like uh, things start coming due, 
And uh, by the time we get to the third arc, everything's hit the fan. Everything's yeah. in turmoil. And yeah, so, so yeah, it, but it never stops being fun. So are you guys planning each of the arcs like acts in a movie? I wouldn't more, say specifically like, like seasons in a, movie, in a show. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's Perfect. that's probably the more accurate. Okay. Uh, yeah, the always lost moment. It sounded like we got that the moment's like, oh, hey, there's a term right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's definitely, yeah, one of my favorite kind of um thematically resonant moments happens in in arc two, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Um yeah, the the heart of the 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 I said almost said the show, the heart of the the, the book has always been. Uh, Derek and Leah and their yeah. relationship and uh, getting to kind of build off of what we've what we've done in, in the in the first uh, arc and and springboard that into the second. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Obviously, oh, you're trying still to not focusing. spoil it. You're trying so hard not to spoil <laughs> it's it. It's just it, I'm I'm really uh, I'm really excited to get to explore that dynamic yeah. more and and really build on on what we've built in this this first uh, the the foundation we've laid in this first arc. Well, I'm so I'm so excited to get into this world as well. I mean, we're we're going from it sounds like kind of this fast paced live action, and then we're like, hey, let's add that that second season of Clone Wars. There we go. I'll change it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, we had the more adult tones, and we're like, wait, what? Minute? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, I'm really excited for that. Uh, how when can people get into this? How long do they have to get into this? Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, the campaign runs until March 22nd. Um, at like 6 p.m. Central Time. Okay. Uh, so 6.15. 6.15. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, so yeah, you have a, a, a good chunk of time left to, to jump in. Uh, yeah. Like I said, there's never been a better time to jump into Mechaton. All mm. five issues are available uh, if you've never checked it out before. So you get like 108 pages of, of mech action and just it's just such a fun book, guys. Like, yeah, like, it really is. Like yeah. we keep mentioning Saturday morning mm. cartoons because it's exactly what that looks like. So mm. yeah, it is definitely fun. But we have until until it was six twenty six. Yeah, right, you said twenty second. Twenty second. So yeah, we have twelve days left. Twelve mm. days left, guys. Uh, I'm gonna make sure to try to get this thing out ASAP, so you guys have enough time to for sure. So make sure when, that whenever getting... this, yeah, whenever this drops, ten yeah. days left, we'll say. Yeah, let's um, do the twelve days of Mechaton. Every day we get another grand. Go. Just go, go, <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't suggest this enough, guys. We're gonna have in the description not only the Kickstarter, we're also gonna have comic uh, book Yeti and the social media, so you guys can go around, and click, 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 and follow along. This is an excellent world they're building, and you're about to finish the first arc. You know how hard it is to find a comic book that has a complete arc nowadays? <laughs> Never. So, mm -hmm. Jared, good luck trying to jump in on Batman 1487 or whatever they're throwing out you now. Hey, so, that's how I jumped in, kids. You can do it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I keep waiting for the next rebirth or whatever to, to save me. Um, but, yes, so jump in this, guys, and, and uh, get on board. Uh, thank you guys both very much for joining me today. Well, thanks for having us. It's been great. Yeah, it's been wonderful to being on. I appreciate you. All right, guys, that is it for us. We will see you guys next week. Thank you again and bye.